The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by Boopa, supporting the health of millions of Australians. Because life happens. Find out more at boopa.com.au. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Wednesday the 5th of August. In your squiz today, uncertainty, the economic buzzword. Look out for fines if you're a Victorian. Spain's royal scandal. And a pasta advertisement that's worth a look. This is your squiz today. Starting on the economic front, and yesterday Reserve Bank Governor Philip Lowe kept interest rates at that historic low of 0.25%. He had a bit to say about our economic outlook in these coronavirus times. Uncertain, Claire, seems to be the word of the year. Yeah, and really everyone's scratching their heads about how this coronavirus disaster is going to play out because there's so much that's unknown ahead. Uh, Of course, no one could have predicted that Melbourne uh, was going to happen in the last few months. So there's all those things that have an impact, particularly on our economy. What he said, though, is that despite our economy experiencing the biggest contraction since 1930, we are actually moving through it a little bit. There are big parts of Australia that are back into recovery, but it's not a particularly stunning outlook. The economy is set to shrink 6% this year, get somewhat back on track next year with 5% growth. But the big number is that unemployment is now expected to rise to 10% later this year. A bit of chat also about the Prime Minister's decision to allow people to access their superannuation early. Paul Keating, who of course is the architect of our superannuation system, is really a big superannuation enthusiast and he was very critical of the government's decision to allow 3 million Australians to make early withdrawals from their superannuation accounts. The government says that they did that because it's been a lifeline to many people struggling financially if they lost their jobs or if their financial situation has changed in the last few months months. But Keating says that by taking money out of those accounts early, they're really dudding their future and putting themselves in a disadvantaged position. And like that measure, an additional one that was designed to help us through these times is banks allowing borrowers to pause their home and small business loan repayments for up to six months. Official figures out yesterday revealed the total value of those deferred loans. It's hit $274 billion. That's about 10% of all bank loans in the country. And the upshot of the concern about that is that analysts are increasingly worried that borrowers being able to start repayments again could get a little bit sketchy, particularly if our economy keeps on that downturn trajectory. And something for the diaries today, Scott Morrison is giving a speech where he's expected to warn about the threat level of China's interference and the need for Australia to expand its trade relationship beyond our reliance on China. Watch out for that one. Premier Daniel Andrews has announced new fines of nearly $5,000 for Victorians who are caught not self-isolating when they're supposed to be. That goes up to $20,000 for repeat offenders. And it seems that in a door-knocking exercise of 3,000 homes of people who were meant to be self-isolating, about 800 weren't at home. Uh, Of course, they're very concerned about the spread of the virus and it's things like that that have them really worried. Those increased restrictions on businesses in Melbourne, but also across the rest of the state come into force tonight. 
And still on COVID-19, if you wanted to go to Uluru, you can't. Flights there were suspended after some members of the community blockaded the park's gates. Cruise ships, though, Claire, are back in action. Can you believe it? There are several cruises that have resumed in parts of Europe and also in the Pacific. Two ships are already in strife with cases of coronavirus being reported and we're back to that dance about where are they going to go into port and how is that going to play out? Overnight, there's been an explosion at the port in Beirut. That's the capital of Lebanon. Reports are it's killed dozens and injured thousands. Footage of that blast online really shows the scale of it. We've got one of those videos in the Squiz Today email, but the mushroom cloud and then this big orange angry kind of looking blast uh, has apparently caused damage kilometres away including to the presidential palace. A reason for that blast hasn't been given but it's been noted that it's happened in an area that houses explosive materials. Still in that part of the world, and British Aussie academic Dr Kylie Moore-Gilbert was visited in prison over the weekend by Australia's ambassador to Iran. Reports now of what happened during that visit. She's said to be well and have access to food. Apparently she's also got access to medical facilities and to books. That's according to the Department of Foreign Affairs. It's provided some reassurance to her supporters who really want to make her case a lot more high profile, of course, after she She's been transferred to the Kwachak prison, which is known to be very violent. Her family, though, say that they want their privacy respected and also Kylie's privacy respected, saying that they're working with the government on getting her home. Yeah, we did speak last week that her friends and colleagues weren't happy with the government's approach of quiet diplomacy, but her family, as you say, have since come out in support of the government's handling of the case. And what about this one unfolding in Spain? It's been reported that former King Juan Carlos is in the Dominican Republic after fleeing the country under a cloud of scandal, Claire. The palace has said that he's gone to allow his son Philippe to get on with his time at the top of the country. But uh, of course, it is a big distraction and has been in recent weeks. He's under investigation by prosecutors in both Geneva and in Madrid uh, over what looks like uh, some bribes being taken in relation to a high-speed rail contract in Saudi Arabia, which has been won by some Spanish firms. Uh, The Dominican Republic is known as a bit of a safe haven for fugitives, even though he's not currently been charged. Uh, But it's very difficult, apparently, to get judicial cooperation from people in the Dominican Republic. So it's funny that he seems to have turned up there. Juan Carlos abdicated the throne back in 2014 over a previous scandal. He seems to be a, a scandal kind of guy. And this one's been sort of around for a while now. Reports Ellen DeGeneres, the uber-famous American comedian and talk show host, isn't as nice as she seems. That's the allegation. And this one just, as you say, isn't going away and seems to Mm. be escalating with more staff members talking openly about their time on The Ellen Show. Allegations have been made that it was a toxic workplace, that people were dismissed from their roles after taking things like medical leave or going to a family 
state funeral, also accusations of racism on the set. Ellen DeGeneres has been criticised quite widely for claiming not to know about what was going on and letting her executive producers and other senior staff take the blame for it. She's apologised to staff? She has. She's written a letter to them, but there is an investigation being done by the production company Warner Media. Uh, Also, Ellen's Aussie wife, Portia de Rossi, has thanked supporters via Instagram, but that only seemed to inflame the situation yesterday. Yeah, she said this one just not going away. And finally, an ad for Barilla Pasta featuring Roger Federer is a real heartwarmer, Claire. He's visited two girls who went viral online when they filmed themselves playing tennis in lockdown. Of course, you can't head out to the tennis courts, so they played rooftop to rooftop. And look, I'm really cynical about these, you know, fluffy PR videos, but this one is really very lovely and Roger Federer just looks like such a nice bloke. I reckon he's up there in the competition with Tom Hanks for world's nicest bloke. He's certainly in the running, that's for sure. Sometimes advertising, I guess, just really hits the spot, Claire. And it's a three-minute video and I just watched it a couple of times. So, yeah, it did its job. You big softy, Claire. Always knew you had it in you. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for listening to the Squiz Today podcast. And thank you to anyone who has mentioned it to friends or family and has them listening also. Having a look at our July podcast numbers yesterday, Claire, and we're continuing to increase our audience. That really goes down to the good old grapevine. So a big thank you from us this morning. We'll catch you tomorrow. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au.